Hey, everybody, this is Steel Dad, and you are listening to the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. You can see on the video feed that I am by myself at the current time, but that should change momentarily. Um, Ian is in the midst of uh, getting children to bed. Ben is likely chasing his dog somewhere while the dog tries to go to the bathroom. And uh, I'm hoping we're going to have uh, our very, very good friend Craig come on tonight. He's going to tell us a little bit about his uh, kids' charity and stuff that he has raised a significant amount of dollars for in the past. And uh, he does that every year around the holidays. And um, we're getting close to it, so I want him to come on. And, of course, give us his thoughts about the Steelers. He's about as passionate of a Steelers fan as you will find. Um, speaking of passionate um, <laughs> last week, the Pittsburgh Steelers tied the winless Detroit Lions 16 to 16. Um, I, I look, you know, I, I assume many of you that listen are probably a little older, maybe like our, our style a little bit more, maybe you relate to us a little bit, but if you're, if you're younger and if you, yeah. If you get real bent out of shape about these games when you lose, I get it. Believe me, I get it. Um, I struggled for a long time with the Steelers when they would lose. And and I mean, it was the kind of thing that would ruin me for the day, um, the night, maybe even into the next day or two. I hated it. And with my age has come a little bit of maturity, I suppose. And I deal with it better now than I have ever before. My, my wife could probably attest to that. Um, but by and large, I do better, but man, that was a struggle on Sunday. And, uh, it, it just was, and we'll get into that. Joining me right now is Mr. Ben Anderson. It's good to see his ugly mug once again, as we did not see it last week. Yeah. And there he is, of course, with the bow. Oh, we got a, we're not going alcohol tonight. We're going with the uh, nutritional shake. Is that what's happening here? Oh, there we go. Nothing quite like the nutritional shake with the beer chaser. Well, yeah, I just got done at the gym. Oh, got to do that first. You know, priorities. Absolutely. Absolutely. I literally have just started the show uh, and was just talking a little bit about how my age has brought a little maturity and a little acceptance of these types of games that we saw on Sunday. Acceptance of the fact that we should have gotten a loss. The, oh. Lions, the Lions should get a tie. The Steelers should get a loss. I, Sorry. I, well, no, you got no reason to apologize because I told I don't know how many Lions fans that this week when they tried to harass me. Um, and I, I said, Hey, you should have won the game. I mean, we did everything we could to give you the game. Yeah. Uh, and, and you didn't win it, but you should have suck, but you should have. Oh my God. I, I mean, if I'm a lions fan and, and I don't, you know, I, I, I do have a, a, a couple of friends that do a lions podcast and, and I haven't listened to it yet this week, but how couldn't you have been screaming for the backup quarterback who can at least maybe throw a little bit? I mean, Goff yeah. was 
damaged goods. If he could have just connected on a few throws, that game is over. Yeah. Uh, but it, it is what it is. It's a tie. It's an ugly tie. There are no no pretty ties in, in football, period. Um, but, my God, that was a tough one to take on Sunday. Um, uh, I mean. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't just from the aspect of um, it, it was so bad that you didn't have a choice but to take it. Pretty much. I, I mean, it was just awful. Awful yeah, football. It, it was awful football. That's a good way of putting it. Yes. And, yeah. and I don't think anyone, basically anyone in the organization escapes blame. No, there was, there were suspect play calls. There was bad execution. Uh, we got bad play from the quarterback in the center position again. Yep. Um, the, the tackles didn't look good. The defense. What the hell was that? What was that? You can't allow the Detroit lions who are already one dimensional because their their quarterback has hobbled to get yeah. six yards per carry. What the fuck? What was that? Yeah, it, it, and it's not a good trend. If you look back over the last four weeks, too, um, it hasn't been good. Um, the run defense, hmm. in particular, that's and, not true at all. Against uh, uh, against the Browns, they were very. Good. It was much better, but it, no, but they, at, they were very good against the Browns. The Browns are an elite team when it comes to running the ball. And they, they are basically but, shut them down. Don't forget how banged up that offensive line is. And they were what? They what would they have? Just Chubb, I think. No Kareem Hunt, right? They had Chubb, but Chubb is is their bell cow. No, I, I agree. I'm what I'm getting at Held is held them to 60 yards. I I thought it was an outstanding game. I don't think the consistency, overall consistency has been there. And when you're missing Ala Alu, when you're missing I, I agree. It's gonna happen. I, I mean, and I mean, and we, you know, Chris Wormley is is just getting abused, and and teams have now figured out that they can run right at him, and that he's gonna leave a gaping hole. Now, the problem yeah. this week with the Lions was on top of the fact that that Wormley couldn't maintain gap integrity, the linebackers couldn't. No, I don't know what the heck was going on, but they they could not maintain gap integrity and so it's just like every time they every single time they got a carry they went past the linebackers and man when you do that you're gonna get six seven eight nine Easy. yards every damn time and and it wasn't everybody wants to throw devin bush under the bus and rightfully he so he was bad joe schober wasn't exactly great either. no no joe schober uh, did not have a good game wow couldn't get off blocks. He wasn't. Uh -uh. He's normally a very sure-handed tackler, and he yeah. was struggling. Yeah, uh, you know, it I mean, was and, just and uh, since, since we're on yeah. the subject of Devin Bush, you know, I and you yeah. and I talked about this earlier this week. Yeah, for a guy that the Steelers gave up a first, second, and third round pick to take to move up to tenth to take him, the fact that he is playing as poorly as he is and that he's never been a good defender in the passing mm -hmm. game. He's never been a good cover linebacker mm -hmm. is pretty disappointing. You have to wonder right now whether or not they're considering not exercising his fifth year option, whether or not they're just going to say, yeah, eh, I don't know. Let, let's see how you do in your fifth, you know, in your fourth I mean, year. And, and then, you know, we'll look at it. Maybe we'll look at a long-term contract. At this point, 
based on what we've seen so far this year, and and I and I'm to the point now. I can't keep saying, "Well, he's coming off the ACL. He's coming off the ACL." You know, I, I can't keep going there because even if you're doing that, you still have effort. Some of the right. effort the other day, holy shit! I yeah. mean, he looked no, like I, a guy I going agree. through the motions, and that yeah, was no, scary. He, he looked like a guy who didn't want to take on blocks. Oh, for sure. And it was just like, dude, what happened to you? This is not the guy they drafted. I, it's not. And, you know, I, I don't want to for any second belittle the fact that coming off of any kind of injury is easy. A lot of these guys in college and pro sports make it look easy. It's not. But that said... He's a shell, man. He is just not what we had hoped uh, he would be at this point. It's been more than a year now. Um, I think he injured that, what, week six last year, I think. Right, right. You know, so. Which is why everyone was hopeful that, you know, with with the extra time, that he would be able to make a full recovery and and be 100%. And maybe he's not. I don't know. But he. Right. You know, he hasn't missed practices. He's he's Mm-mm. been around. Mm-mm. I I I don't know. I um the fact that they are putting Robert Spillane out there yeah. in their third down defensive package speaks volumes to me. They're they're pulling Schobert and Bush and putting Spillane out there who can't cover anyone to save his life. Um the thing that he is good at is tackling, but mm-hmm. He's not a good linebacker, and he's the best option, really. I, I mean, I, I did 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 we make an error bringing in Schobert? I mean, is he just not a fit for this defense? No, I think he's a good cover linebacker. I really right, do. Uh, and they needed that. So no, he fits in that regard, um, and he's going to make a lot of tackles. He just had a bad game, man. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. He's never been a great run defender. But right. he's good in space, um, you know. Where mm-hmm. the the guy that was supposed to be the good run defender, Bush, who would create problems by by penetrating, just hasn't been the guy this year at all. Yeah. yeah. And last year, the first handful of games, he looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. This year, what the hell? I I don't know. It's it's a mystery. And uh, it'll remain that way until things change. Um, ben, I want to bring in our uh, buddy Craig here. Um, and uh, many of you know Craig on uh, uh, Twitter. <laughs> Craig is oh, God. Uh, at the eye of the storm Z. And uh, he, he comes and goes like the rest of us quite often. I think I can hear. Can I hear? He is, uh, he is a Steelers fan through and through. And some mm-hmm. of those photos I had to endure from, everything. from his lovely daughter of uh, of uh, him sitting there during that tie last week was awful. Uh, sounds like uh, sounds like Chris myself. having some issues. I can't hear you. Having issues? You guys hear me? Yeah, we can hear yeah. you. Yeah, you're you're good. He can't Keep hear us. Can, can you hear us? Oh no. Oh, the dangers of life. Let's see. Let me try. 
Yeah, mess, yeah, mess around with there you. Uh, okay. Now I got it. Can you hear me? We can. We, we've uh, heard my, you earbuds, whole time. my earbuds must have crapped out. Oh, oh. man. Okay. Yeah. Unreal. Look at look okay. and Steeler and Steeler case too. Look at this guy. Unbelievable. Embarrassment, just like the team. But anyway, uh, well, Craig, uh, you know, I was just before we, we you could just covered that. But yeah, we we just talked at at, at, at nauseum about some of the uh, uh, painstaking details of Sunday's affair, and um, I, I, you know, your your daughter uh, put out some some pictures uh, of herself and you sitting in your seats and i've never seen a more sad individual in my life you Um, know it was it was so it really was like kissing your sister it was such a hard game to watch on both ends both teams should have won the game like 20 times and so many missed opportunities, so many bad plays. It was like it really was like watching a comedy of errors. Neither team looked like a professional team. It was bad. And I sat there for yeah. four hours and watched the whole thing with my kid, no less, who was even more emotionally invested than I was. And that's hard to do. <laughs> the, the uh the 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 overtime ending in a tie, you feel so damn cheated because you got to sit there the extra, let's say, twenty minutes. You know, by the time it actually runs its course. Um, but, well, the thing oh, you're thinking God. of the overtime is there's no way neither of these teams can score in ten minutes. That's what you, yeah. there's no way nobody's scoring because you figure if you start at the twenty, you only got to move the ball about forty or fifty yards to get all these kickers in range to have a shot, right? True. I mean, true. somebody's going to score, and then the watch like the the Deontay Johnson fumble is the one that really killed me. That's the one that really really put a knife in because they were going to score. Yeah. They were going to score on that drive. They had the momentum. That was like a. 25 that was you know that was a big play it was i don't know about you guys but but my my son was sitting next to me and and we're both screaming as he makes the catch and you can see he's got room and and, and i just looked at him i'm like hang on to the ball 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 and you could just see it coming all the way the guy coming in to punch it out and i, I mean i just want to cry it was like juju uh, and it was like that juju play when you was. saw the, the ravens guy coming to punch the ball and you knew yep. and you could see it the player can't see it but you mm-hmm. could see he's mm-hmm. coming to punch the ball, and you're like, "Please just hold the ball." And he didn't, and I, and that was because the Firemuth one, I, I don't know, like a 55 yard field goal. I mean, Boswell's been great, but that's yeah, really that asking a lot. That's asking a lot at that spot. So I mean, I mean, we got lucky. Their guy missed a, a what a 40 something yarder to win the game, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but not yeah, only that, 30. think about it. If if their kicker doesn't miss an extra point, we don't need. We're not even in. No, you don't even get to overtime, right? Yeah, so right. we we should have lost that. Like we we should have lost that game because we didn't play should, well enough. We didn't play it, well. It enough should be win. a loss anyway. It it should be a loss anyway. As far as I'm concerned, if you tie the Lions, you deserve a loss. <laughs> you know, I, I was going to agree with you, but then I saw what happened to the Ravens. You know, against the Dolphins, and I saw that it happened to the Bills against Jacksonville, and I'm like, been a yeah. weird, weird two weeks. There's just yeah. there's no great team this year. There's a bunch of good teams, say maybe some that are a little better, but like, if you're telling me that like 
Tennessee is the best team. They're beatable. Like any they team might is be. beatable. They might be. Yeah. I mean, I, we, we talk about this every year, Craig. It, it seems to me at least, and, and I don't want to put words in Mark's mouth, but we, we talk about this where it seems like the, the complexion of the league changes about every four weeks where right. there are some highs and lows and people need to realize that the NFL season is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Nobody's going to start here and maintain that for 17 no. weeks. Look at the Steelers last year, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if they would have started out five and five and finished six and oh, going into right. the playoffs, it might have been a different story. Right. No. Yeah. I, mean, I know. If you could, yeah, you're, you're, exactly I mean, two right. weeks ago, three, two weeks ago, you're thinking the Rams are Super Bowl champs, right? Nobody's beaten. They right. looked elite. They, their passing game with Robert Woods, they were flying all over. Their defense looked top five, and now they just look ordinary. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, tell, me who, the, tell me who the best team in the AFC is, and y'all to ask you which week of the season you want me to look at. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, it's it's going to be a – I mean, the problem with us is – we had the easy part, right? I mean, what we thought yeah. was the easy part. This back end is is brutal. I mean, some of the games don't look as daunting. I mean, going into Kansas City doesn't look as daunting. But if you don't have health, I mean, yeah. you know, we're lucky TJ Watt escaped big injury. Ben's going to – I mean, there's <laughs> there is almost zero chance we win this week with Mason Rudolph, in my opinion. In my opinion. Yeah. The only way is, I mean, San Diego, San Diego, I still call him San Diego. Yeah. Chargers run defense is dog shit. So, I mean, Najee, like last week, it should have been Najee with 73 carries. Like, you know, I said, I told my daughter and she looked at me, I said, we got to go wishbone. And she's like, wishbone. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, stick Snell, Watt, and Najee in the backfield and hand the ball off 85 times and Beat him down. <laughs> I mean, I would have loved we, to have seen that, dude. We would have won. I mean, we would have won. We ran the ball great. So, who well, do you blame that? Who do you blame on not giving the ball to Najee inside the five? Uh, well, that's, that's where I was. That's where I was just going to first, go. first down at the six. Najee doesn't get a touch. I mean, Canada's calling the plays, but you know, Tomlin could have stepped in and said, Hey, you know what? Well, that was that was uh, the RPO, right? There were RPOs. That, that's that's what they told it. us. Yeah, there were RPOs, and and yeah, I, it's just the fact that you give right the fact that you give Mason Rudolph an option. I mean, he hasn't earned that. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know, man. They, I, they personally, I don't believe that that Mason believes in his own ability to read defenses. I think that's been his issue from the jump. And given a guy like that an RPO, it's not a question of earn or not earn. He, mm-hmm. he doesn't know how to do it. I don't think he can read defenses. I don't think I think that's why he won't throw the ball down the field when he has open receivers. He dumps it off. The guy's so frustrating. He drives me bonkers. So let me ask you both this, put you on the spot. Did the Steelers grab a playoff spot? Yes or no? Uh I, as of right now. Being all things as they are, I'll say no. Yes. Yeah. Because it's gonna, seven, I mean, what do you, do you think? It, do you think nine wins get you in? Yes, there are seven teams now that go. 
So yeah. there are going to be teams every year that have no business being in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And this year, the Steelers are going to be one of them, which sucks. Nine, nine, but... They go 500 the rest of the way. They'll be 9-7-1. Yep. That, that should, should probably get you in. Should get him in. It'll probably get your road wild card game. You're probably right. Yeah. I'm just but again, I, Yeah. Well, the the reason I say no is just because I got a gut feeling we're gonna have to start Mason again this week. Um yeah, we are. And and I, I'm not sure I can find four more wins. I, I mean, obviously I, I can if I get picky and say, well, you know, look at this and this and this, but I, that's what I'm worried about. Um, do I think we can get there? Absolutely. I mean, you get a couple of good defensive performances, you finally get some turnovers, and who who the hell knows what happens. But um, just the way things are right now, I, I don't feel it. Um, let me let me real quick just uh, remind everybody that we are uh listening to the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated of South Florida. Dexter's Broward in the Southern Palm Beach counties, whether it's commercial, industrial, residential, or condos, contact Deck Roofing today by visiting deckroofing.com. Deckroofing.com. What's that? Deckroofing.com. I like it. Deckroofing.com. I haven't talked to John Deck in a while. I wonder how I know it was hot down there last week. It was like 85 in Florida, man. We We got two inches of snow in the last hour up here. It wasn't even supposed to snow. I'm sick to my stomach, just like I was Sunday. It was kind of uh, cold in Pittsburgh land. I'll tell you that. Ooh, we had some snow. It a little chilly. Yeah, my uh, I had to take my daughter down to the Strip District and buy her a starter jacket. You know, not as retro as the one I was wearing, but, you know, it, it was a bit cold. It was a bit chilly. Uh, it looked in. Uh, in Pittsburgh land. I tell you that. I mean... Hey. Craig, tell me, tell us, tell the audience, um, every year you do um, some awesome stuff to give back to people. And um, you, you're once again spearheading kind of the Kids Hope uh, uh, fundraiser and stuff. And, and tell us a little bit about that and and just so we can help continue to push it here at SCB. Yeah, so for about six or seven years in the past, as most – some people on Twitter and know I did the 12 days of coffee Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, which I started by myself. And then it kind of grew from there um, where, you know, a couple goes to a diner in the last week or two before Christmas and they just sit at the counter and they order like coffee or a donut. And then they give the waitress a, a really nice tip um, for Christmas. And then, you know, and I would supply the money and we find mm-hmm. people all over the country to go. Um, and we got some great videos uh, to, to kind of spread the word. And a lot of these, you know, servers were really appreciative and, and it was really Definitely. nice. But unfortunately, over the last two years, we had COVID, right? So going to restaurants and dining out wasn't really an option a lot in a lot of the country. So I kind of had to try to find another alternative to try to give something back. So my sister works at CHOP, which is the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. And she's always been telling me that it's kind of sad around the holidays because there's a lot of kids that don't get to go home, right? So imagine being like a six-year-old kid who's really sick and you're sitting in the hospital on Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and it just sucks. Mm -hmm. So I got together with a couple of the people there and I'm like, let's just do a fundraiser, go fund me. And I started out with like a thousand dollar goal. And, um, you know, I'm involved with uh, 
finances a lot and I have like a whole section of people that like to talk about markets and stuff. So I figured it'd be good exposure and I can get it word out there. And then when like within like 10 minutes, we already hit our goal. And last year it took off and we ended up raising like $36,000. So it was great. Wow. And then, and then the hospital sent me a list of all the stuff they bought. They bought these kids. They're like $5,000 each. These like huge gaming stations that can, are mobile. So they could wheel them into the rooms. So the kids who couldn't leave the room because obviously it was COVID, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. leave the room. Everything was very, so what are you going to do? You can't leave your room. There's no common play area. So they bought these gaming stations, which were just r- ridiculously awesome. So, so these are like people. Keep- Playstations, Xboxes. That yeah, kind of had like yeah. everything at these big TVs and games. And, you know, they bought like five of them and it was really nice. And then they also bought some like uh, musical instruments and, and things that the kids could use. So it was, it was really nice. Um, so this year I figured I talked to my sister and she's like, you know, you should do it again because our beds are completely full this year. So that made me kind of sad. So I'm like, all right, let's. Let's do it again. And I started it this afternoon or early this morning, about 10 o'clock with a $10,000 goal. Mm-hmm. And as of the last time I checked, we already had $11,000. Oh, it's unbelievable. So I'm pretty happy about it. my sister just texted me. She's like, I can't believe the amount of money you raised in like a few hours. So she's really happy. I got a, I got a message from chop i got an email which i posted which was nice they couldn't believe it either they're like you did it again so it makes you feel good um so yeah i think it's important that you know for the holidays a lot of people absolutely celebrate but for a lot of people it's not that great a time whether you know you're uh depressed or you you know reminds you of a loved one who's gone or you're sick Mm -hmm. or you're just you know, not in a good place, there's things you should do, you know, to try to make yourself, you know, be in a place where you could feel a little better. So, you know, I think this, this was, this was a success again. So I'm, I'm kind of happy and I'm still considering doing the 12 days of coffee Christmas. I know COVID's still out there. So I'm a little mm-hmm. leery about asking people who might not be comfortable, but sure. I, I might still do it anyway. So that's, that's kind of where that's at. Well, you know, and for those of you that do know the, the 12 Days of Coffee Christmas, it, it is, the videos are awesome. You know, when you, you see these these folks that work their tails off, uh, you know, at, at diners and coffee shops and stuff, and they get presented with a really, really nice tip. And, and uh, you see the true emotion of what it feels like for these people. And, and it's just, it's awesome. And uh and then just to translate it over to what you're doing for Children's Hospital Philadelphia with with those kids and and uh, yeah it's it's awesome man and um, have now do you know are are they you, you talked about the gaming stations and stuff do they have anything in mind this year that they might want to do or so yeah so I just asked actually uh, the woman tonight I believe her name is she sent me an email her name is. Um, Jenna. And I said, so what do you guys need? Um, And she actually sent me a link with like all the toys and stuff that they are going to probably purchase, which I haven't looked at. I posted it so everybody can see. I like full transparency. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I really haven't looked at it yet, but I'm sure they have a lot. This, they always need stuff. I mean, one year, um, 
before I did the fundraiser, I actually took my sister. This was in Toys R Us was still around. So <laughs> I took my sister and her whole department at Toys R Us and I had every one of them fill up a cart. And we took the, we filled up all these carts of toys and we drove it to chop and we delivered them right there, all the toys into like this huge bin. I posted the pictures. Mm -hmm. um, it was phenomenal. Um, and then we got to give the kids the toys, which was really, really special. Um, awesome. But yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's a great, uh, I, it's something I'll probably do every year now because it was well received by the kids who yeah. obviously, um, and they send me pictures of the kids and the cards, like they send me cards with the pictures of the kids doing stuff. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, yeah. So it's, you know, it's pretty good. And with the 12 days of Christmas, you know, I, I went by myself one night. I was by myself on Christmas right. Eve. I went to a diner. I sat at the counter. There was this older woman, probably a, she definitely a grandmother. And she, I was talking to her and she's like, yeah, I have to work. I'm just trying to make a few extra dollars to, you know, get my grandkids something nice. And I'm like, it's Christmas Eve. She's like, yeah, I know. Um, and I gave her, I don't remember what it was like, I don't remember exactly, but it was a nice tip. And she started crying and hugged me, made the owner of the diner take pictures. So I was like, this is a great idea. You know what? If we could get this to be pervasive. And now, I mean, two years ago, I had people in Canada. I had people in like Europe um, and all over the country, like, you know, Green Bay. It was it was awesome. So, yeah, it's that season, man. You know, it the is. season feelers depress you and you need a reason to be lifted up. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have said it any better oh, myself. Shit. myself right? I mean, yeah, like how I many know. years? I, I want to see one more championship before I die, but I just don't know if it's in the cards. I, you know, I try. I, 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 I lived yeah. through the '80s, right, Craig? I mean, yes. Oh God, yeah, I have season tickets. I sat through Ken Graham in the rain. Ugh. I mean. <laughs> You know, Bubby Brister think, telling everybody's better than oh, Terry Bradshaw. Bobby. Jesus, man. Oh, that was, you could see the guy starting to self-destruct. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're about to go back into the the franchise quarterback wasteland. Let me ask you a question. Both the question. Is it yep. possible that we sign like Garoppolo or Wilson or Aaron Rodgers next year? Or do you think we're – do you think Tomlin will – push to have that kind of guy brought on? Or do you think we're going complete whiteboard if Ben retires and we're just like starting over? All of those guys are trade options only. Um, contrary to public thought on this, Aaron mm -hmm. Rodgers does not have an opt-out in 2022. Right. right. He His contract voids in 2023. Next year, he is under contract. Now, there's a good opportunity there to trade for him, probably. But would the Steelers want to give up, you know, multiple yeah, right. first-round picks? And yeah, I mean, I don't mind picks. Garoppolo. I mean, Garoppolo might be there for the taking because they got what's his name. Um, I agree. Right. Right. So, I agree. and he's. Got, I think he's. 20, I think he's twenty-four million for next year. Yeah. Or something he, he's around there. A, a real expensive quarterback as quarterbacks go. Um, right. And, and he's, he he probably you could probably get him for like a three. So that's he's a possibility. Mobile. He's mobile. Maybe. Yeah. He's not okay. he's not terrible. He's mobile. And I think like I said, my whole thing is when we drafted Najee, he's right. 24. He's only making it really one contract with us in my opinion. By the time this contract's over, he's going to be almost 30. Right. Because of Tomlin. Yeah. 
He's going to be almost 30. He's going to have 400 touches. Who knows how a many year. years? I mean, there's, yeah. not everybody could be Derrick Henry. I mean, he's built but, like, you know, but. Look look at Tomlin's track record. He he runs running backs into the ground in five years. Yeah. He's done it over and over and over. And the evidence we have thus far this year, Najee leads the league in touches right now. Mm-hmm. Tomlin's doing it again. Yeah. But I also look at the standpoint, you know, that, that Tomlin doesn't really have an option. His backup running backs stink. They do stink. They do stink. God, Awful they stink, stink so bad. Benny's so last when I was at the game last week, when he came out, my daughter looks at me and goes, Benny Snell football. Is that what I came to Pittsburgh for, Dad? <laughs> Benny Snell Benny. football. And I'm Benny like, Snell. I got nothing for you. I got nothing to say. Benny, Benny Smell. Smell. Uh, let me welcome. Let me welcome Ian in, guys, real quick. He's been patiently waiting. Ian and um, his twelve kids. Ian and yeah, the twelve. Mark kids. wouldn't let me in. I, I. Well, I was purposefully blocking him. I was. Yeah. Not, I was blocking him. Hi, Ian. Uh, Hi, Craig. How are you? Good. How you doing? And, uh, yeah. I, I, you know the the funny thing, Craig, is I the names you mentioned. I think just as we sit here right now, and we'll obviously touch on it much more in the offseason. Like Garoppolo's the guy I think is the most. I like awesome. him actually. Yeah. I, I I mean I don't I don't love him, but for I a love year or two. I, but I yeah, mean, I mean he's he's competent. Yeah. Right. right. Two, he, would, you can win you know. games with this team right. with Jimmy Garoppolo. You I can. agree. Running the football, playing defense. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you can win games with Alex Smith, you can win games with Jimmy Garoppolo. You know? Yeah. I mean, they're good, competent, smart quarterbacks. They're not the most talented, but right. They usually keep you out of trouble. He can make the throws he'll need to make to win games. And if the defense yep. can ever be elite, like, I mean, the Tewitt situation is tragic. But if he comes back, that's big. Um, we lost Tyson. I mean, our run defense is compromised, I would say, because our linebackers are. What the hell? <laughs> Not good. Yeah. Our linebackers are, are lacking. I'll be kind. Um, you know, we know what we need. We need Kirkland back there. We need a monster, <laughs> right? We need a, a guy who can hit, who can hit. Yeah. And when you get hit by him, you don't want to get hit by him again. You know, and we just don't have that. Uh, we just don't. I mean, Bush is, I know you covered him. I heard your, yeah. before, you know, he's been disappointment. Schobert's good for what he is. I mean, he's not a run blocking stud. Nope. I mean, nope. um, and our secondary, I mean, listen, Hayden's not getting younger. So, I mean, no. Minka is good. I mean, Minka's Minka. I mean, um, Edmonds has played better. Um, I don't know if we know what Cam, Cam Sutton is yet. Pierre looks promising. But this is a still a win-now team to me. I mean, I mean, our offensive line is going to – I mean, if you got to win with Najee. That's my – that's my – you. that's your window now. Unfortunately, the offensive line this year is is not good, and they will be. I think long term they'll be fine. But the young guys have got along that line right now, especially Kendrick Green, oh. are are not playing well. No, bottom line, and you know at, at least not consistently. They put together a nice performance versus uh, Cleveland, but mm -hmm. overall they just have not been a very consistent line. Uh, Dan Moore too. He's yeah. he's gotten his lunch handed 
You know, his lunch money taken away from him a few times. He's got his well, ass. Can you imagine if Najee got to run behind the line that Le'Veon Bell got to run behind? Jesus. He'd be a What stud. kind of a monster he would be? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Le'Veon was his own pro bowler, believe me. He was really good. But the Najee style, I mean, he is special. He is he is special, but he he's gonna I'm just scared he's gonna be wasted. I mean, this is the five years. Yeah, I mean, he's got one contract, I believe, to, to make it yep. worthwhile. Yeah, I, I'm scared. I'm scared every time he goes into a pile right now, to be honest with you. I, I mean, he, he just takes so many shots. Uh, I mean, I, I think back to the days when Jerome Bettis used to talk about, I, I can't get down the stairs after a game. It takes me, you know, all day just to get down the stairs. I mean, this kid, thank God he's got youth on his side because, man, is he taking some hits and, and just overall numbers that are weighing in on him. Um, yeah, but as Ben alluded to, it's typical Mike Tomlin. When, um, like, last you know. game, too, I mean, I was sitting there at the game in, in the rain, you know, and I said to my dad, there was plays where, like, you've got four offensive linemen standing between the hashes just looking at the play, and Najee's out by the numbers with, like, six defenders around him. I'm like, he's trying as hard as he can, yeah. and they're just standing around watching him. Like, you know, it's he's not getting any help. Yeah. No, I don't think they – I mean, we do miss our old offensive line, Coach. I do believe that. Mike Munchak. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to replace a guy like that. There's no two ways about Especially it. Especially with youngsters. I mean, when yeah. you're dealing with young yeah. guys who can use yeah. that kind of experience, you know, to just be out there with – I mean, basically he threw him to the wolves. I mean, we had no backup plan other than starting rookies. And, mm-hmm. you know, offensive linemen are expensive, and we just had no – I mean – I don't know. I just feel like we didn't really have a game plan. We're drafting a running back to be a stud, and we had no plan for our offensive line. It, something right. just didn't didn't add up to me. Like when I look at companies and I do analysis, I'm like, got to make sure the pieces fit, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. waste my gem on a stud running back. But forget the blocking in front of him. We're just gonna, <laughs> you know, play you know darts and hope that we hit something. Yeah. You know, like I said, I think long term yeah. they'll be fine, but yeah. in, in, at least in the short run, it's it's going to be a problem. Uh, and, hey, and, Ian, you were at the game last week. I was, yeah. Oh, wasn't that wonderful? <laughs> Man, that was. I mean, it it wasn't the worst game I've ever been to. Some somebody asked on Facebook or Twitter or something like, "Was that the worst Steelers game you've ever been to?" And I was like, "Are well, you kidding me?" Well, no, I, I sat. Close. Through, I sat. No, I mean, I've sat through some brutal. Brutal, brutal losses. That was not. Yeah, I mean, my family's had season tickets forever. I've been going to games with my dad since probably the the early to mid nineties. That's Um, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I'd say you know one of the ones ninety four AFC Championship game. Oh, that's the only game. I'm gonna. I can't believe I'm gonna say this in public. Uh oh. It's the only game I ever cried after they lost. That's the only game I ever cried. Yes. For 20 I minutes totally understand. And I actually <laughs> I cried. Like, I, it was I, such a letdown. It was so brutal. And you try I, and tell people that, and they're like, why? What? They don't understand. I, oh, we were so heavily favored. They don't understand, man. And you know what's no. funny? I'm going to tell you a story. So I did the Steelers fantasy camp, I don't know, about three or four years ago. And Barry uh-huh. Foster, Barry Foster was the running back guy. Because they had Charlie Batches, the quarterback guy, and Yancey Thigpen was the wide receiver, and Barry Forster. So I went up to him, I'm like, Barry, I got to ask you, man. 
did you drop that pass? (laughs) (laughs) And he looks me dead in the face and he goes, son, that ball never even got to me. And I'm like, oh, damn, okay. And then I watched the replay and it kind of like got deflected. It was like thrown like a second too late. Like O'Donnell was like a second too late. If he would have thrown it a second earlier, it would have been a touchdown. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah, I have nightmares about Alfred Papunu, uh, Tony Martin. Yes, yes. Uh, I do too. Stupid pass interference penalty. Uh, it was awful. Oh. That was that was the worst. I yeah yeah that was that, that was, was the most painful game I've ever sat through. Yep. Yeah. By yeah. far, without question. Yeah, I think by as far, far. As, as far as regular season games go, that loss to the expansion Texans was pretty yes. bad. Yeah, oh, give up like eighty yards. yards total offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like forty-seven yards. yards, and the Steelers had four hundred. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they and they lost had, what, two two defensive. We lost by a lot. It was like twenty-four to six or something. Yeah, they, they had what, two, two defensive, defensive returns yeah. for touchdowns. Uh, we yeah. kept turning the ball over, coughing it up, giving them. Oh God! Hey, uh, Craig, what are you drinking over there? Um, this is some Knob Creek. Oh, very nice. Okay, all right. I uh, I was going to take just, out your uh, your Bradshaw, but I saved that for special occasions. Well, I you usually guys do really... too. Yep, I usually do too. Uh, Ian, what do you got going tonight? Oh, look at that! So, yes. So I did not go with the Bradshaw because I only drink that after wins. I after wins, not a win. <laughs> I'm not yeah. drinking it either. <laughs> no, I went with here. the uh, the the Jameson aged in stout casks, and it is delicious. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, standing. Jameson's good stuff. Good stuff indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, you know what? We uh we got the Chargers coming up this week. They're five and four. They're coming off a home loss to the Vikings. Um, you know, here here's I know Ian loves trivia and interesting tidbits. He already knows this, but I'll say it anyway. And he hates referees. Uh, the last, the, the yeah, last two true. times we've played the Chargers out west, we've beaten them with quarterbacks Michael Vick and Duck Hodges. I tweeted uh, that this week. Did you? Yeah. So, I mean, what the hell? Let Mason start. Maybe we'll get a third guy to win out there. Was that one of the games where Le'Veon Bell, like, jumped over the goal line and made it by, yes. like, an inch? Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. the Michael Vick game. That was the Michael Vick yeah. game. Yes. Oh, wait. Yeah. What's his name? Number 26 had a pick six, right? He used to the DB for us. Oh. What was his name? Bryce. Antoine, no. Antoine Blake. Bryce Blake. That's the other it. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blake yeah. did that game. That's yeah. right. Holy he had the crap. sleeve and he took it back to the house. And yeah, I remember that. That That's was right. That was, yeah. Uh, yeah well, yeah, you know, I mean, they're looking, they, maybe no Joey Bosa, it looks like, no Jerry Tillery in the middle. So, yep. you know, both teams are going to come into this uh, way less than 100%. And, um, you know, Craig, you talked a little bit about the fact that the Chargers uh, run defense is, is brutal, 32nd in the league. Um, so, Ian, how do, how do you get this running game going? Uh, well, it starts up front. You got to block, right? The that the Lions the Lions came in with what I thought was an atrocious game plan. I mean, running the ball on third and long every time, and but they they started bringing in that extra tackle and basically put two tackles on T.J. Watt. And you know, T.J. Watt's really good, but T.J. Watt against two offensive tackles is you know one way to potentially yeah. neutralize them, especially in the run. Yeah, especially in the run. And they just kept, you know, they ran to that side. Then when we started over pursuing, well, they ran cutbacks and counters. When you and, can um, when you can beat uh, 
Chris Wormley with a one-on-one. I mean, well, why yeah. worry? And, and we did yeah. we did make some adjustments in the second half. You know, the, the line shifted over, so Cam was taking on that double team instead of, well, it was, you know, after Watt got hurt, it was Taco or Derek Tuska or whoever it was. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they moved that guy over to the middle and had Cam taking on the double team. And Cam started having success against the double team because he's used to doing that. And then, you know, that's when they started slowing the run game down a little bit. But unfortunately, at that point, they were already down 16 to 10. So, you know, you're playing catch up too. But at any rate, like uh, Zach Banner had what, four total snaps? And they were all on special teams. Special like, teams. You've got a guy who you know. Why was that? Do you know why that was, by the way? He I, have, was, I have no idea. Like, do we ever get I, an explanation? Like, is he nope. still hurt or? No, I mean, I, I would have thought you give the guy a helmet because they kept BJ Finney. They didn't give Finney a helmet. When I saw that before the game, I was like, well, I wonder what we're going to do if our, if Kendrick Green gets hurt. And Green didn't get hurt, but lo and behold, both guards got hurt. Right. So it was, you know, it was kind of like, well, shit. You know, I'm sitting there when Hassenhauer came in at guard, and I was like, what are they going to do if if one of the other interior guys goes down and then Turner wasn't in there yeah. and they had to bring Hagen. Um, actually, Hagen's not terrible. He, like he's he, a, did, he's he a did a nice job. Backup. I thought he played re- pretty damn yep. well, actually. Yeah. I, he had 36 snaps, and I was pretty impressed, he, especially in the run game. Yeah. He, he did okay. Yep. Yeah, he, way better than what I was thinking. So right. my, my, my long-winded answer to what do you do is, like, sometimes you got to – get out of your comfort zone and do something a little bit different. And <laughs> you're talking bring, about Mike Tomlin. I know, I know. But like maybe, <laughs> maybe on. bring in maybe bring in an extra like tackle to help block. Like you got to help the guys up front. They're getting their asses kicked. Kendrick Green especially. They had Derek Watt in the game like the first series and had some success with those plays. Yeah. And then hardly used them the rest them. of the game. Yeah. I don't so get it. I don't get it. Like we're what playing the- a guy like he's like the highest paid fullback in the league and He's good. Like, dude, let's do like pow, let's get an identity where we just beat the crap out of you. Yeah. I'm good with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's you gotta you gotta win up front. If if Najee's gonna have success, you gotta win up front. And I would fully expect if Mason starts this game that the Chargers are just gonna stack the box and say, Mason, we don't trust you to beat us down the field because mm-hmm. everything he throws outside the numbers is just a lob ball that he's uh, praying his receiver is going to win a jump ball for. Well, I got news for you. And nobody's going to like this, but Ben does the same things with those balls outside the numbers. He throws them up and hopes Chase can outman his man, you know? Uh, and somebody well, else showed me a diagram. tried a few times. He, somebody showed me a diagram. Yeah, I do want somebody showed me a diagram. I don't know yeah. who posted it, and I noticed the Steelers never throw the ball in the middle of the field. They don't, not at all. Ever. No, it's all outside. No, that's true. Where's the, where's the slant? Remember, Juju used to score it on a slant up the middle, like 99 yards against, I think it was Detroit. Yeah, you know, it was Detroit, I mean, Denver. Where, I mean, once in a blue moon, he'll throw something to fire move like eight yards up the middle and for a first down. But where's the deep in, in routes? Where's the like we don't throw every bend pass that's over 30 yards is the same. It's drop back on third nine, throw it 30 yards down the sideline, either Deontay or Chase come down with the ball, and that's it. Speaking of that, though, I mean, I know I missed the first half of the show because I was getting my daughter to sleep, but what, what was up with? Like third and four, our game plan was just chuck it down the field. Like they didn't yeah. have a, a four yard pass. That's every week. week at Mason. Right. Or, a, it was, or, or a check down that he could throw. Yeah. Some right. kind of a check Behind down. Behind the pattern. state six. Yeah. 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 I, I, 
you know, I, I think the difference with the throws is that it, it's those it's those comebacks on the sidelines and those outs on the sidelines. Those are the ones to me that that Mason lollipops, whereas Ben yeah. can still get a little zip on those. The the fades down the sideline mm-hmm. or the goes the down the side. Yeah. yeah, those are just. I mean, neither one of those guys, you know, they tried to hit ben, Washington a bunch of times. He's not very consistent this year. He's not. But he has thrown some dimes in those long routes. Yes. He yes. has and thrown some absolute dimes. So Mason it's like just can't. You he wonder when it's it. going to connect and when it's, you know, usually that was just commonplace for Ben. That was what he always mm-hmm. did. But no, he's, he's not that guy anymore. He's. No. You know, and I thought Mason did a good job last year against Cleveland throwing the deep ball, right? I mean, yeah. he, looked like he had some promise. I mean, he wasn't terrible. He threw for 300 yards and yeah, he, he had some help. His receivers helped him out. Yeah. Which they didn't which they didn't do Sunday. Right. You know? I mean, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's one, the other yeah. thing is you're you're not going to win with Mason Rudolph when you've got guys fumbling the ball, when you've right. got, you know, you you, you can't you got to I mean, Mason, Mason threw a, not, a terrible pick. Yeah. He threw yeah. two more balls that should have been picked. At least. Warrant, he threw the one in the more. dirt to Ray Ray, right? Yeah. He threw – he he missed a couple of easy, easy NFL throws, one of which should have been a touchdown. Yep. yep. And, you know, I, I'm not going to say that Mason is the biggest reason that they lost, and I'm going to call oh. it a loss. He's not the biggest reason. The biggest reason was the defense and their inability to fucking tackle, but – that was so bad. Mason Mason was a problem on Sunday. And if the standard is the standard, then he's an issue. And mm-hmm. I, I don't mm-hmm. expect brilliance. He's a backup quarterback. But he makes me miss Charlie Batch. Yeah. And that's Do really you, all I'm going to say. Does anybody want to see Haskins? Nah. Uh, no. Nah. Mason Wait, would have Mark, to be really Mark, bad Mark just threw up in his mouth, I think. I, I, I did. So, but saw, what we saw of Haskins versus starters in the preseason was That was pretty, terrifying. What yeah. I'm understanding about his practice habits and, and him in general is that he's not super impressive this year to the Steelers. But fans want to see him. They want to see change for the sake of change. You know, the backup quarterback's always the most popular guy on the team. Yes, always. Which isn't. True. Well, Mason Rudolph's not popular. Well, you, well, you know that's because we have Ben. But if we didn't have Ben, if we had, you know, freaking uh, Trevor Simeon, then Mason, everybody would be like, let's give Mason a shot. Let's give Mason a shot. Right. You know, right? The other thing well, too. How, though, how many years did we think Mike Tomzak or Tommy Maddox or Cordell Tommy Gunn, baby, was going to be the answer? And then, yeah, exactly. It's well, yeah. But but I think too that with with Haskin Haskins, there's a huge percentage of Steelers fans who are also Ohio State fans. Sure, and I I think yes, they struggle right. to separate. They see the season that he had the one year. Oh man, he's great. He can do it all. Blah blah blah. No, you got to translate it to the NFL. And there's just too many things he doesn't do on a consistent enough basis. And 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 I, I get it. People are fans. They, they, that's what we all are. But you got to be able to separate that part of it. The concerning part for me is I remember he said he had a first round grade on on Mason Rudolph. Oh, yep. you know, yeah. and I'm thinking, come on, man, you really you, you couldn't have. I mean, I, I, you're, you evaluate talent pretty well. Like you make some misses. But overall, I mean, I think you do a decent job. But 
First round grade on Mason Rudolph. You got to be kidding me. I had a third. And I'm sticking with it. I had a don't draft this guy. He well, sucks grade on him. And, I, and I sure just, enough, he does. I mean, he's going to be a career backup. Yeah, yeah. it's he's a career Absolutely. backup. That's yeah. yeah. And and I think the one thing I'll say for Mason is he's not the worst backup we've seen in the NFL this year. That there are other backups out there that are no. worse than him. You want to watch? Joe Flacco's going to put on a great show for the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and actually, you know, it's been interesting this year because I wouldn't mind like, having the, Flacco. To be honest with you, I'd be the, I'd be okay with Flacco as a backup oh, right now. Well, the, I the would Jets be. Are, I'm the not Jets kidding. Are a good example though, because like you had a veteran backup in Mike White come in and play good for a game or two, which is really right. all you're going to get out of a backup. Like if a backup plays okay. good for one game, that's that's a bonus. Um, yeah. But like he played, he outplayed Zach Wilson, right? Who was the number mm-hmm. two overall pick. But I think that just goes to show you that, like you said, the difference between a college quarterback and an NFL quarterback, it takes time for guys to figure out their way into the league. And, you yes. know, sometimes you figure it out, sometimes you don't. But like that's why the, the having a veteran backup is such a benefit over just like a guy you just picked in the fifth round mm-hmm. and are just sticking in there as your backup quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I wanted them to sign like a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick and just because I, again, to me, this is a win now team. And if Ben is gets hurt, which he can, he's older, he gets beat up, he's a big target or, yep. you know, you want a guy that can come in and win you games. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, yep. a guy like that can win you NFL games. He can. Yes, he can. So he can also lose them in hilarious. He can. No, yeah. listen, he can. But I think hey. on this kind of a team. He, you know, he wouldn't be hopefully expected to win games on his own. So, I mean, we just didn't do it. Like a lot of the offseason, this threw me really off my square. A lot of the decisions made to not get a veteran backup, to go with these rookie offensive linemen. And I know a lot of it had to do with the cap constraints, but God damn, we just didn't have a real good battle plan this year. I mean, part of it also was they just needed to get younger along the offensive line. That Their offensive line was old last year, and that's why it was so awful. And I think DeCastro threw everybody for a loop, right? Yeah, I mean, we, all, he did. We, we all yeah. expected DeCastro to come back and be healthy, yep. And, yep. and he's not playing at all anywhere this year. He had the ankle surgery, and he's at home. Mm-hmm. And who knows if he's going to play again or not. Um, that was a the guy they mentioned, you know, a, a handful of people have mentioned, you know, How's DeCastro doing? Have the Steelers checked in with him? I wonder if he'd be willing to come back. And you have to wonder if he would. Good point. Um, I, I didn't even think about that. Like, I mean, I just mentioned him, but like, I never thought about, hey, picking up the phone. I know you're not in game shape, but maybe in three weeks, yeah. right. you want to come play a game? You know, I mean, I don't yeah. know. I mean, yeah. That's, That's a good point. I never, I wonder if anybody's even reached out to see how he's doing. They need a guy, and Dotson's going to be out for a while. Right. High ankle sprain, you're going to be out yeah. a few weeks. There's no two ways about I, it. Three or four, yeah, at least. Yeah. Um, all right, guys, it's prediction time. Uh, Sunday night football in front of the eyes of America. Players playing in front of their peers. Ben, what do you got for a score on Sunday night football? Steelers 21, Chargers 28. Oh, oh. all right. Uh, Ian, go ahead. All right. Well, um, the as we talked about back in the preseason, the difference between a 
franchise NFL quarterback and just a guy is a guy who can get you touchdowns in the red zone. And Mason is not that guy. So Ian, that's hurtful. (laughs) But honest. That's hurtful. It hurts my heart. And it's correct. You're right, but it still hurts. Um I mean they they had the ball well they had the ball first and goal from the six and didn't give it to Najee once. Like what the fuck are you doing? Um <laughs> we talked about that. The, 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 yeah. I mean the one time they did technically score but got the penalty, but at any rate, Mason's not good enough to overcome penalties either. So at any rate, long story short, I'll go I mean, and, and Justin Herbert is a guy who can score you touchdowns right. in the red mm-hmm. zone. So uh I I agree with Ben. Uh, 28 for the Chargers. I'll go 16 for the Steelers. I think Mason's good enough to drive us down the field but not get touchdowns. Wow. All right. Craig, touchdown and three field goals. Four scores for both teams. Craig, what do you got for final score on Sunday night? Okay, so let me preface this by saying that I know my kids are going to watch this. Okay? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that being said. Hi, kids. I actually think that they learned something from last week. And they will not make the same mistake twice. I actually think Najee Harris gets over 30 carries this game. I think he might get close to 40 touches this game. Um, I think think their San Diego defense is very vulnerable. It hasn't really been able to stop anybody all year. Um, The Eagles were able to move the ball. Um, I think the defense will be able to do just enough to win it. I'm going 23-21 Pittsburgh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's the only one because I'm going Chargers 28, Steelers 17. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I just I, I think we'll be able to, to negate the running game a little bit. I'm just concerned with no Minka back there. No Minka, no TJ. Your no two TJ. best defenders. Is I, I TJ just, definitely uh, out? Well, it's TJ, not that. I know Minka's out with COVID, but is TJ definitely out? Not it's definitely. Close. No, he's doing limited limited stuff on the, you know off to the side, but he's not practicing. He's just they're just yeah. trying to you know. I feel like he's holding out again. He's jogging. The way the way the dad gum defensive coordinator was talking, I didn't feel real good about his prospects. Uh, right. Uh, that that's for sure. But uh, hey, thanks to everybody. I don't know for, why uh, you're afraid. I mean, Derek Tuska, we have him. He's fantastic. Listen, we're going to eat clock. We're going to have seven and a half minute drives. We're going to keep Herbert off the field. We're, I'm telling you. Hey, that'd be terrific. We'd get the I hope you're right. Hour. That'd be great. Hey, thanks, everybody. Uh, and again, yeah. thanks to Craig. And uh, make sure to check him out on Twitter at Eye of the Storm Z. And he will have some stuff posted up there about the uh, fundraiser for the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. Make sure you yes, check sir. that out. Yes, sir. It's my pin tweet. It's my pin tweet if you want to take a read. Pin tweet, check it out, and then uh, I, I am uh, damn sure he's going to be doing uh, the 12 Days of Coffee Christmas, too, because I just know that's the kind of guy he is. So, uh, anyway, thanks to uh, Ben and Ian as well, and we'll be back some point next week. It is Thanksgiving next Thursday. so maybe Everybody we'll, have uh, a good holiday, by the way. Ian, yes. Ben, Thank Mark, you. enjoy your families. Have a great holiday. And, uh, and when we talk again, you'll see that I was the only right one in the box. I hope you're I, right. Hey, and I'm I okay with right. that. Sign me up for it. Yeah. I, yeah. Absolutely. I hope I was wrong, but I don't absolutely. think I am. <laughs> but hey, this is the SCB Steelers podcast presented by Deck Roofing Incorporated. And hey, go Steelers. Go Steelers. Raiders suck. <laughs> Take care. Raiders suck. <laughs>